Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Vosticu. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello. First up, thanks for listening. I love you for it. Please tell people about this podcast everywhere and rate, review and subscribe. And if you've got any spare dough, as in money, I'm on this wicked site called Patreon, where for various monthly amounts from as tiny as two bucks, I swap you exclusive hoovering related rewards. Go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Let's have a podcast, please. This week's guest is my dear, dear friend, Hattie Ashdown. She wrote a sitcom called Give Out Girls, you might have seen on Sky a wee while ago, with your friend and mine, Carrie Adeloyd, in it. Anyway, she has me around hers in Bexley. I sort the mains and she sorts the pud. She's got half a stone of baby in her tum, who, when this goes out, is probably being born as you listen. That's exciting. We share everything from lovely pee memories to more harrowing ones of being teenagers who got into the wrong crowds, by which I mean slimming clubs. We're upfront, as per, about some of the quite extremely disordered eating we did then, and how worried we are about doing the best on that front as parents now. I learn what EVAP is... And listen out for my super cool, shit-hot, money-saving tip about lentils. I'm so cool. Sometimes I worry I may be too cool. Mmm. That's a good noise. Oh, here we go. If only it was Prosecco. (laughs) 
Sounds like it. At least it sounds like. Sounds like from far away. It sounds like we're having half a pint of prosecco. Yeah. From the duration of the pour. Mm. I love your gorgeous candles. Get them. Oh, look at this wonky bonky. I like them. From the sun, I think. Leaning candles of uh, of uh, Welling. Yeah. Look at that. Stop taking pictures now. Do you want any? Ooh, so, what's this? I'll tell you what we're having, Hats. Yeah, go on, please. Um, at Asta's finest pouch of pearl barley whole grains and quinoa. <gasps> yes! Yes! Quinoa. Um, and then I've made ratatouille because I've loads of tomatoes and a couple of green peppers off yeah. my old box. And then it's got aubergine courgettes as well and a load of green lentils in it. Ooh. And I've got a trick, with a tip. Yeah. But um, I didn't follow a recipe, I've made it up. But um, anything, um, so it could be horrid. <laughs> I've got work to do, by the way, if you're listening to this, because last time I brought lunch around for Hattie, I made a soup that was baby friendly, I think, but it was one of the blandest. Oh, it that was, was yummy. Like, it wasn't. It was liquid it looked dust. Like something that would. It looks awful. Come up on uh, Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> but it tasted yummy. Um, but yeah, I stuck lentils in this because I want it to be way more filling. But um, it, there's loads of recipes for stuff like this, and they always want you to use poi, poi lentils. Poi, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Poi, 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 P-U-Y, them. Yeah, and um, apparently, um, they're, and they're always really expensive, and that's because they have to come from the Pai Pui region of France oh. to be called that. But Sainsbury's, and I'm sure all the other supermarkets, just do one called um, lentil vert like just dark green lentils right. they're exactly the same and they hold their shape much nicer than red ones and then what's this that I want to oh so do you want to try this you've it's got. called vegans real vegans call it nooch right it's called nutritional yeast because one of the things you don't get enough of if you're completely vegan yeah is B12 mm. and it's got that in it so it's like have a little taste of it it looks like fish flakes but it's like umami flavour a bit cheesy I do feel like I'm putting on my, fi- my fishies food. <laughs> Looks like fish food, doesn't it? Oh, it's bringing back memories of overfeeding my fish. Oh. <laughs> and then finding and them all dead. Them. <laughs> Floating on the top. <laughs> and we're drinking... Yeah. Freshly squeezed lemonade. Freshly squeezed lemonade by Belvoir. By Belvoir, it's lovely. From that snazzy deli and lady well, mate. Um, I love ratatouille. I think that was one of the first... Things that uh, my now husband cooked me actually. Is it? Yeah, and I was ever so impressed. Your now husband has just gone upstairs mm. with his lunch, which is two fish finger sandwiches. <laughs> Do you think he'd be mortified? <laughs> nothing better t- than a fish finger sandwich, I reckon. Have you? Oh. I haven't tried the vegetarian ones, which are. Yeah, they're all right. Are they all right? I haven't yeah. tried them. I was tempted to try like a vegetarian or a vegan version of something like that. And mm. then make a coleslaw to go with it. I will oh. do it at some point, but um, the f- I think frozen is the way to go. Weirdly, with that stuff, those ones that are really expensive in budgins mm. and in like health food shops, I don't trust them. I've had so many terrible, terrible experiences getting their wow. vegan nuggets and stuff. You better oh, off right. sticking to corns. I yeah, but they're not vegan. Corn, some corn chicken nuggets are. Are they? Mm. You heard it here. I heard it here. What do you think of the fish flakes? Can you hardly taste them? I can hardly taste them. But then... Mm. Do you think it's because I I am vegetarian, I'm not vegan? Yeah. I'm not there yet. So you're still used to the power of real cheese. 
I think it's better than nothing, yeah, but it's oh, no yeah. comparison to cheese. We should mention that yeah. hats, you're extremely pregnant right now. Mm. How's that going? What's that been like, especially in terms of eating stuff? So this is all very good for me. Um, so I'm 36 weeks. <laughs> Whatever that means. People who don't know, I don't really know. That means <laughs> any day now, basically. I, with number have, two. Well, I think, yeah, I'm fully cooked. Yeah. He's well cooked, this baby. <laughs> Eating-wise, um, kind of, I mean, you probably know this, but the question you get asked is are you having any cravings yeah and um <laughs> but it's a myth isn't it it's a myth is the it? whole craving thing I'm sure I did a bit of reading on it last time and that there's a lot of controversy whether it's, it's an actual myth read up maybe before really? this goes out well no I mean I'm fascinated I've never heard that it's a myth before and, and, and that, that might well be I'm always craving things I craved things during pregnancy yeah, but, but I just think you I always the, crave things you, so you go oh I really I think you just fancy stuff yeah. and where you normally wouldn't allow yourself to have a bit of coal <laughs> when you're pregnant you do <laughs> no no I mean <laughs> oh, no but I think it is it's just you know, mm. I'm terrible for sweet stuff, chocolate, ice cream. Mm. But normally you go, no, I better not. But when you're pregnant, you do, even though obviously you're not really meant to be eating for two, you just can't help it. You're like, especially if you've got pains and that, you're just like, oh, mm. I allow myself. Allow it, as the kids say. But <laughs> today, I must admit, I was asked a little fun quiz at my baby shower, um, what was anything you're craving? And I was like, actually, one thing that is a bit weird for me is beer. Because I'm not a big beer. No, you never have a pint. So, um, but then you have a white wine. Yeah, or red wine, or Mm. purple green. Don't care. Just love wine. Um, which your phones come on? Zombie phone coming to life. Um, but obviously I'm having non-alcoholic beer. Oh, that that's funny then that you're that you're into beer. Hops and multi It must be something to do with the yeast or something yeah. that I'm craving. There you go, I've just contradicted myself. But anyway. It's quite minerally. I think it's often... I, I When I was pregnant, I've said it before and I'll say it again, I craved very undercooked steak. I just wanted bloody meat. And I'd gone vegetarian before that. But I don't... I Honestly, I think I'd eat meat again. Well, if I had that again like that, if I've had another... Oh, no, I didn't... Um, I went I more... Veget- I was almost vegan the, the first... As in, didn't want milk. Right. I mean, I've got all the non-dairy milk in now because really? I'm like, ugh, I have no thought of it. Bit queasy about it. No eggs, no milk. Really? Like, no ugh. fish. Oh, the smell of fish. So I'm almost, yeah, vegan. So Did you manage cheese? Probably a bit. Yeah, <laughs> but not, but not like usual. Mmm, cheese. Yeah. Really? Yeah, weird, no. That is weird. Yeah, this baby wants beer. <laughs> this baby's <laughs> on a stag do already. <laughs> that is funny. And this chips, but this baby no. wants beer. I remember with Hucks, you were like, carbs, please, carbs. Mm. Carbs and cheese. Cheese and chips. Cheese yeah, and I did go through the carb bit again. But I think that comes from, because I have the bad sickness, and I had it mm. even worse this time. Like, with Hucks, it was not as bad, but this time it was a lot worse. Was it? I won't go into it because you're eating. No, I don't care. Tell me about it. But, as in... Also, I've wolfed was, mine. I've siphoned it in. I just felt hungry. a bit sick, whereas this time right. I was actually being sick. Mm. Um... And it lasted longer. So I think once that had gone, it was like, carbs. And even when I was feeling sick, the carbs settle. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, you just need something filling and <laughs> filling and basic, undemanding on you, don't you? Yeah, like I lived soothing. on cornflakes. Apparently yeah. my sister, she had the same thing when she was pregnant. She just sure. want cold, well, I say cold milk, but non-dairy. Yeah. Um, What's your favourite of those? It depends. With the cereal, I don't mind. I'd have almond, yeah. coconut, oat yeah. milk, but probably not oat milk, especially if I'm having porridge. Mm. <laughs> I can't bear oat on oat or nut on nut. Wrong, isn't it? But <laughs> I don't want an almond milk on a muesli with nuts in. I don't want an oat milk on a porridge. But oat milk in tea, mm-hmm. um, well, tea and coffee, I think. But coconut's quite nice in coffee. Mm. What do you think? I'm an oat in coffee and tea, ideally. And uh, yeah, oat in hot drinks. And then almond and everything else and I've like an absolute snoot bag mm. developed a taste for an ever so slightly more expensive one that's almond milk that's unroasted Ooh. and it tastes even more almondy and I think that's the thing for me I don't with the oat milk in hot drinks it really successfully pretends to be milk milk yeah it does it's creamier sometimes it's not like the rice you milk. get it in a shit <laughs> idea who's still buying soya milk oh yeah it's not good your tummy who doesn't agree with my IBS there you go listeners I know I want to know all of this I've had IBS since I was about 14 have you and my first boyfriend used to call it irritable bitch syndrome (laughs) did he (laughs) he sounds like a charming man he's he's actually very nice how is he he's very very funny he made a good living out of it oh really oh (laughs) bollocks (laughs) you know him no, but he was right. It, it mm. did. It used to. Anyone who knows, anyone who knows as a sufferer, mm. it's just you either get where you can't go or you go a lot. And if yeah, you yeah. get the one where you can't go, Awful. it really does just make you such a bad mood. And, oh yeah. You know you can't put your clothes on and yeah, Awful. You know, it's horrible. Um, I've just done a tiny, tiny part. Felicity Ward's just done a four-part series for Radio Four, where the idea is she solve solve four of her problems with an app, and then. Like, did four different apps. I've been the voice of these four different apps, but the one I just did is IBS. Like you can get apps for IBS. Oh wow! To like track your bloody food diaries and stool trackers, all of this stuff. Ah. But it was very funny. But I learnt a lot as well. What do you suffer? I don't think so. I don't know. Oh. I think potentially, if it's the sort of thing where you can have it on a I think spectrum and you don't and like have it and not have it. As an adult, I had lots and lots of problems. Not all the time. But yeah, I think I definitely flirted with IBS. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. would never have, n- never to the point where it was enough of a thing for me to go to a doctor and get a diagnosis. Yeah, um, and I could always normally chart it to an extent to things like stress, how much I'm boozing, how much I'm sleeping, all that stuff that you had so much more control over before you had a kid. Related. Yeah, so I think it was if I was doing the Edinburgh Festival from about May. I'd have nightmares, like little random day terrors, the most disturbing dreams, and really bad tummy. Normally can't go rather than too much, but also Mm. piles. We were talking about that before we cracked up. We've gone straight in for the filthy, sexy stuff. Um, But like really, sort of really obvious, intense physical signs of anxiety and stress. But... um, it's not that I'm doing less stressful stuff now, but I 
that is the one thing that gone going veganish. Mm. Really sorted it right out. I haven't had an issue f- since. Well, probably the dairy. Some people do say it might be dairy for me then. If you start to think you've got it and you go to the doctors, ugh, don't let them just get, they give you this fibre gel stuff. Oh, God. And it, all it does is clog you up more, well, it did me anyway. And I was just like, oh, that's stupid. It's just about getting the, the balance. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I think there's a lot you can do, isn't there, with lifestyle stuff. I'm obviously better if I'm being sensible on the sleeping and boozing front as well. Yeah, boozing. What about growing up, my love? You were the youngest, weren't you, of a batch? Yeah. Yeah. Batch of eggs. Batch of women, all women. All women. Four girls. Four girls. I'm having some more. Do it. And you can help Do you know what we need is a glass of red wine. It does, doesn't it? It's quite meaty, isn't it? It's cool. Lentils for red make wine it quite. Meal. Isn't it just? Mm. It's because it tastes a bit French, do you think? Or those tangy tomatoes? Mm. Or big, salty, fleshy aubergines? Yeah, four girls. I'm the youngest. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, where do I start on the food? That's what you want to know. What did you have? <laughs> Who cooked in your house? If anyone. Mum, dad, uh, dad, bless him, not a thing. Even when um, different times, my mum was ill or having me in hospital, or whatever, because of this big age gap. So they were grown up. You know, they all did it. Your they, siblings were grown yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. They were cook breakfast for dad and right. Stuff like that, you know, for proper old fashion. Where'd you grow up? In Kent. Yeah. Delightful Thorn Lane, um, which then we moved to a village called Longfield mm. when I was a teenager. But, um, yeah, I have to say my mum, God bless her, um, very basic cook. Mm. She fell into that typical 1970s curry thing where okay. it was very bland. Mm-hmm. But I love did you peas round the sides peas round the side and the edge you know I've never heard of this what's it make like a quite a mild a very mild curry type thing she didn't call that she just called it curry yeah rice (laughs) under though and then so a circle of rice around and then a peas (gasps) I love it that sounds cool she also did that with spaghetti bolognese what put peas round the edge (laughs) (laughs) what she put the Bolognese in the middle. So you do, do you have the pasta and dollop. Okay. Yeah, pasta, yeah. dollop. Standard. That's this point. Grated cheese on top. Yeah, standard. <laughs> and, then, and then the peas around the... Yeah, she had a crazy <laughs> thing with peas. <laughs> My husband would say, that's carried on, because I'll still go, oh, I need some peas with this meal. <laughs> <laughs> I do love peas. <laughs> um, but do you put them in the normal, like mixed in? Uh, sometimes no, you put them around the edge sometimes I want to come round for peas around the edge yeah another time I'll do a Hattie speciality brilliant when I was younger my mum said she took me to the doctors because all I would eat was potatoes <gasps> I like the sound of young you took That's to the doctors <laughs> to the doctors what did the doctor say he went I think she'll be alright there's vitamin C in there so I was That's just eating funny. mash <clears throat> chips <laughs> with peas <laughs> I've got a little brother and half brother and sister on my dad's side that my brother especially mainly him but he was like that he, he was just he, he ate everything until he was about 18 months I think two and then it just stopped and I think till he was 15 he just ate 
roasties, Yorkshires, smiley faces, carrots, which is why he's not dead, <laughs> and um, polos. <laughs> just for the... Who knows? He's just really into polos and extra strong mints. Just mm. not back. He didn't even like chocolate, the pervert. Oh, I'm scared that Huxley's going the same way because he just Is loves... He? Yeah, very bland food. <laughs> I'm really trying, but I haven't even tried. I'm just sick of making something and then it just yeah. sitting there. And yeah, I don't know about you, but it's very hard. Like me and Alex talk about this a lot. Like we talk about the relationship. After this, I feel this massive responsibility of the relationship that he's going to have with food. With eating, and I'm touch wood. I, I think I came away not. Yeah, you know, I, I did later on have eating problems, but it it was more to do with the control thing than the yeah. food. I didn't. I know I had friends that were like had eating problems because of their uh, the way their mum and dad made them eat. Whether it was like you got to finish your right. meal, all that kind of thing, and yeah. now they've got this issue. Of, like, Don't put too much on my plate and all this. Oh, really? People like yeah, I know people like. But my eating problem just came through my dad dying in grief and just that's the way I handled it was how old were you when your dad died then 14 oh my god so I was like let's lose some weight that's something I can control but they, I don't think I had any warped you know relationship with food um, my mum my and dad were very old fashioned in the kind of like treats were a Friday uh, or a Saturday morning dad would take me to the pet shop and then afterwards well he said it was the pet shop and then he'd get me a cake because he nipped in the bookies, you see. <laughs> really? Yeah. I had exactly the same thing. Did you? Every Saturday morning, and my dad worked away in the week, every Saturday morning, we'd walk into town together via the sweet shop, get stacked right up with yeah. tons of chocolate, and then we'd sit together in this cafe, have a coffee, and then at the end he'd oh. order me a sausage roll, and I'll stand outside Labrooks with it. For like an hour, an hour and a half, like an actual dog. I remember the beaded curtain. Oh, yeah. I'd stand there for ages. He'd give me pocket money, but it's all bribes, really. And I'd spend pocket money on stationery and terrible little objet d'art. But did you mind? No, I didn't mind at all. I didn't mind. And then he got home, trough chocolate all day while he watched the races on the telly. And I did mind that if sometimes if I piped up, he'd be like, shh, the race is on. Right. Yes, that's true. But I feel like it's sort of thing you look back at and go, if anyone admitted that now, all I, that would look like. Yeah, it's awful. awful. But all I remember was going to see the parrot in the pet shop and like talking to the parrot and getting yeah. my and the cake. cream bun. Sweet, sweet cake. <laughs> but yes, what age did you do that up until then? Gosh, I mean, it must have been like five till yeah. ten, say, something like that. I don't know. Love it. But yeah, well, I mean, it's like, so they were very old-fashioned, you know, you had meat and two veg and, and your dessert. I don't remember a massive kind of, like, you must eat that all before you get dessert. I think mum was quite good with all that. But it's interesting that, and I don't think my, my sister and mum were saying, but because they would be, he'd be quite old-fashioned and rationy with, so if he'd get, like, a Mars bar, which is massive then, it's that cliche, <laughs> he would chop it up, you know, and yeah. have a little side. And I have fond memories of that and kind of like that kind of like, this yeah. is a treat. And my sister's opposite. She feels that that sort of upbringing made her want to kind of have more of stuff. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Rebel and have her choose for herself how much Yeah, but think. it's interesting that we took different mm. angles of it. I mean, you know, I'm still 
I've still known to gorge, which I think I feel like I get from my mum. <laughs> but in the sense of like, especially when you become a mum. Yeah. I now find myself like her in the kitchen mm. where I remember seeing her, because she ain't got time to sit down and eat with yeah. us. She's there in the kitchen, you know, at the pan. Yeah. And <laughs> Gosh, I had a spoonful of this out of the pan before I left. I think it's just a And then I went, what are you doing? And then I had a second spoonful and I went, Jess, you're about to have a pre-lunch. Oh. So I just stuck it in a... I'd already put some, siphoned some off into a Tupperware for Rude I think your mum or dad. I think you're allowed. But also it's that I, I'm just a hypocrite. Mikey stands up at the kitchen side and eats there, which is like, I know you're not thinking about what you're eating. I mm. know you're not, you know, it's just, and it, something about it, I look at it and think, oh, I hate it. You know, I hate you standing up there. Sit down. Uh-huh. Take a minute. Yeah. And then I do it. That's the old Weight Watchers thing, isn't it? I remember going to that and they're like... Oh, really? Do they say you've got to sit down? Yeah, like, you're not... Because it's all in the mind, ladies. So if you just, you know, you put it on a plate and sit down, it's making events. You know, if you're standing at the fridge, you know... <laughs> For a while, they're northern, but... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, did you attend the Weight Watchers in Lancashire? Yeah. I only went once. <laughs> did you go to one? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was at a period when... I think if I'm right, it was just after an, an ex-boyfriend of mine, and we had a good life. He, <laughs> we ate out a lot. Yeah. And I felt like I'd put on so much weight, and I just needed something to get me on track, you know. Yeah. But I didn't go for very long. I just sort of got what I needed to know and. Scarpered. Yeah. I went once with my mum's best friend to Slimming World. <gasps> yeah. That's probably about 16. Oh, they're the better one, I think, now, people say. Just they're very much about, you know, I've got friends and family doing either. Oh, they're more about cooking. Well, also, they they used to have, I don't know if they still they used to have really unhelpful language about sins and oh, treats and green shit. food and stuff Red like food. that. But I remember I went once with Mo, one of my mum's best friends, and we just got the giggles, really. And we were all, we realised we were meant to have bought a piece of fruit every week. Everyone was meant to bring up a piece of fruit. You stick it all in a scabby basket. And whoever's lost the most weight that week, as a reward, gets everybody's skankiest apple put together in a basket. Is your prize. Oh, no. And we hadn't brought our fruit, so the woman mm-hmm. running it hated us straight off mm-hmm. We went back one week later and I'd lost, I just hadn't done it. I'd lost half a pound. And I think, God, this is awful. And I don't know where it's come from as a memory. But I remember feeling inclined before I went to make myself puke. And then thought, this isn't right for me. No. Let's not go to this. Because your inclination with those weekly things, I think, is to well, eat fuck all the day of the weigh-in. That's the thing, isn't it? I know, I know I'm not going to say who, but I know people that like, go, oh, well, I'll, you know, we won't have dinner, we'll go. And then we'll come back and have dinner. And I just think... That's that's not the right mentality. It's got to be measuring you as the you you want to be yeah. for the rest of your life sort of thing. But everyone does it. I've got to the point now where at the moment, and it's always changing, but I can't... I weighed myself the other day for the first time in months, and um, I can't bear it. It's not for me, doing it on weight. Oh, I haven't weighed myself for years. Yeah. does absolutely nothing good for me in the coconut, knowing what I weigh. No. I can see, I can see and I can know how I feel and how I look. Yeah, and clothes feel, and how much exercise you're doing. I don't even know how much I wait. Put on, you know, most people say, "Oh, I put on I three stone when I was pregnant." I, I was like, "Oh, if they asked weigh me, I'd just look away." Yeah, me too. Yeah. I did when I was pregnant. No thanks. Mm, they no weighed thanks. me up at eight weeks. And I was like, "Oh fuck, why did I look at that?" Yeah. Oh. 
and that was eight weeks <laughs> before I had eight pounds of nearly ready human boy in my tum tum oh. like you've got say scrum diddly umptious no. and then you can be in my podcast scrum diddly umptious hey Dave yeah Randy since we founded Bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A few things you said I maybe want to ask more about. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that you would have like meat, t- meat and two veg and a pud. Mm-hmm. So would you? Because uh, we never had puddings. Did you have puddings? And and when and when did you say your mum wasn't a, an adventurous cook or mm. whatever? But did she cook you something for tea every night? Oh yeah, really? Yeah. So yeah, she was. What she and did, did you have a pud? What sort yeah. of puds did you have? Because we never had puds. So I'm always particularly fascinated by this. Um... God, a lot of it would be like banana and custards. Mm. Um, oh, nice! I've never had that. Yeah, or just oh, a banana chopped up with yeah, some custard. Yeah, that, that's what came from my nan. My nan used to do that as well. I think my nan would put a bit of sponge in it. Oh. That's delicious. Oh, hello! Like jam roly poly sponge. Oh. I, think. I think mum would do just like you know a bit of fruit cocktail and stuff like that, and a bit evap. Do you know what evap? What's evap? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the style of cream or the make but it's like tinned milk isn't it oh evaporated milk yeah we called it evap I've never had it called evap I've never ever is it condensed milk is that the same thing I've never ever heard of it let alone tasted it Mm. until I lived in my student shared house the last one and the longest one with my still dear friend Claire who's from Motherwell Uh, and she is a big fan and we'd just have a little tiny pot of it with oh. a teaspoon. Yeah. I'm sure she won't mind me Me saying. and my sister have <laughs> said before, I would rather have it than cream. Yeah. It's, well, it's I think if you're into it, you're really into it. It's sweet, right? It's quite sweet. Yeah. But that's the thing. Though sometimes cream can be too sweet. And this is right. oh, That was a big family staple. All got evap. And it's not that expensive, you see. Oh, yeah. And you've seen a tin, so. Yeah. Yeah. 
We were way on a budget. Um, were you growing up? Yeah, quite yeah. a budget, I would say. The four of you. But you'd, but you'd never, you know, never went without. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there was always enough to eat. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like, oh, a b- big loaf of bread and you've got to... You, you know in these yeah. old films, I always think, there's like, there's like <laughs> massive loaf of bread. Basically, that's just to fill the kids up, isn't it? Because yeah. they've got much money. So I can't think... Oh, God, my sister's going to be shouting at the radio now if it was on radio but you know what I mean because um, <laughs> I can't think of it I've gone a blank on all the desserts I can only think of ones when it was a treat which would be like banana and custard is <gasps> cheesecake no, but you know the homemade <laughs> yeah. she was terrible she'd get the packet one the packet cheesecake nice. what let's like Sarah Lee or whatever they're called yeah stuff like that mm. oh, I love that yeah but I wouldn't, it wouldn't be every night it wouldn't be like a heavy one it might just be some yeah t- um, bit of fruit salad or whatever that but I remember going round friend's house because um, I lived in, in a crescent and there was one friend to the left and another friend to the right that's nice so yeah it was nice and they're both very different really? and I always say that like when, if, when I went round uh, one friend's house it'd be like oh Claire's mum because <laughs> she's always on a diet you just get off with yoghurt you know and then I put my Jackie's house uh, they would have a soda stream they had run of the hat like she could just get chocolate or whatever she wanted out the cupboard wow and my mum was sort of somewhere in between you know right yeah like, sensible yeah. sounding yeah I think she had um, a f- good relationship with food she your mum yeah she was brought up in the she was sort of child of the war just just right so you would you know told to appreciate your food yeah so. totally but um that's good yeah I think and I think there's more than um, from what I've heard I mean it's all everyone's experience is so so incredibly unique when it comes to these things like you're saying you can have the same parenting and two siblings take totally different mm. things from it but I think um uh, from what I've heard, there's a there's an amazing there's an, there's another brilliant podcast called Food Psych. It's like I think a dietitian or food psychologist talking to. It's a lot more sciencey than this, mate. Yeah. I think that the difference between those extremities is, I mean, actually, it's not extreme to have your kid have free reign. It's only if the house is full of crap and you're yes. being encouraged to yeah. have uh, sugary, salty, processed yeah. stuff. But no. I think there's a potentially as much damage it seems in having a parent who's it's not just the feeding of the yogurt instead of the thing the kids would love to have Mm. all the time i think there's also just and i've heard this from so many women i've spoken to especially but no i'll just say so many people i've spoken to that seeing a parent be always on a diet (sighs) is as if not more damaging than being fed yeah the diety food because you then get into this pattern, and that's the pressure that I feel with being a parent now as well. Is this right? I don't want him to go through the years of ridiculous cyclical dieting that mm. I did before I realised you could you know, systematically connect a bit more with yourself. Sort of, it sounds contradictory, but connect a bit more with yourself and care a bit less about all that stuff you know like don't over analyze it i don't yeah. know i don't know but no and no, i feel very strongly about about that because i know lots of people have yeah, been definitely been affected by their mums just constantly being on a diet and 
and it's sad and I don't think the mum and often the dad, then the dad takes on the role of being like the secret treat giver which in a way is just as unhelpful because then yeah. you get this other message that happy good positive reward times involve yeah. secret eating and shit yeah Mmm, delicious. Bob, do it with raspberries. I'm going to get a vegan ice cream. I've had some delicious vegan ice cream the other day. Join the coconut revolution. Oh, look at those cute plates. I'll just, I just do it like that. Coconut collaborative. Let's do that. It's a coconut collaborative. Oh, she's got a best jar around the way Let's try and find this spoon that hasn't been damaged by the... Oh, God, sod it. What do you like, flowers? Ooh, checkered, please. Oopsie diddly. A little bit of... Do you find you say things like that since you had a kid? <laughs> oh, diddly. Um, I say, oop diddle just in totally an adult company. Yeah. oop diddle <laughs> Little whipsy-daisy. Yes, right. I'm going to join the coconut revolution. I don't know about you. I've asked you about three of my 30 questions. First, let's try this. I'm having it with a bit of raspberry. Mmm. I should have done. Mm. So we're having a... Look at the packaging. A coconut collective. Chocolate mousse, is it? Oh, you do choc- get a little coconut aftertaste. Little choc... Pots, it's called. Little chop pots. We're having it with giant fresh raspberries. Coconut cream. Mm. Dark chocolate soya. And loads of stuff I can't pronounce. Mm-hmm. Topica starch. <laughs> mm. Tapioca. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Dyslexics are arsed. Mm. Mm. I like it. Chocolatey. Whoa, chocolate. Mmm. Again, I think that's why the pots are so little. That's pretty intense. I'm a bit funny about coconut. What are you funny about? <laughs> well, I'm just a big hypocrite. Like, I love a fresh coconut. I love coconut milk and curries. Mm-hmm. Don't mind the old coconut latte. Hate bounties. Hate, <gasps> like, desiccated coconuts. Right. You are weirdo. I know. And then sometimes, I think becoming vegan-ish... When you're asked to put coconut oil in things where I don't want to taste coconut, I find that offensive too. I don't want coconut in every scenario. It can do not dominate. Yeah. Tell you but with mom. this, it just sort of comes slowly back yeah. at the end, and that's fine. My mum loved coconut, everything. Did she? <laughs> she did a nice coconut sponge. Mm. And then she'd love a coconut body wash. <laughs> oh, I love the smell of it, you know. Did she? Yeah. Mm. You said that you um you had a hard time with eating after your dad died, but what do you mm. mean? Like not eating or puking or what? Yeah, so I didn't puke. Or overeating. I just slowly reduced it, reduced it, reduced it. Right. As a control thing. I... Did you get very, very underweight? Yeah, very. Mum took me to the doctors again. Oh. <laughs> this time, not eating potatoes. And they were a bit crap. They were just like, really? You need to eat more toast in the morning. That was a bit mm. about it. And yeah, didn't acknowledge it as a mental health issue at all. No, but because even, even then, it wasn't really that recognised. And 
Yeah, I just saw it as a control thing. It's such a long story, but in short, I basically, my dad. Had, so my dad had died, but it was a combination of that age of working out what you want to do at school mm. with the GCSEs and everything. And I wasn't good at anything. Or I didn't like anything that I was. Yeah. I didn't think I was good at anything. Yeah. And suddenly it was like you just start losing weight, and people go, "Oh, you look good." Well, you know, mm. like they do, and it's cliche. I know, but it was like, oh well, this is something I can control. Mm. And I was sort of interested in acting and modelling. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, you thought, I thought that's how you get into acting. This is like, you have to be a model. It's one way in. Yeah. It is. So I think I sort of like, you know, read some magazine articles, like that sort of thing. Mm. And you just think, right, well, if I'm going to become an actress model, I've got to... And, and like, you know, it's the classic thing, like, Karen Carpenter, I think, it's similar. Like, you read one thing and, you know, she read that they described her as the chubby singer, didn't they? Oh, and that's what's... No, it wasn't I read anything about me but I read somewhere like oh most models have a 27 inch waist or something like that and I measured myself and I was like oh, well if I can get down to that that's it you know it's like a silly little thing you just grab onto but also so, it's just so dark that you know you start getting a bit underweight and people start going you look great because yeah. we've all just been fed that same yeah idea that that's what we're I know as teenagers, we, my friends and I, would, we wouldn't say, "Oh, I want to lose weight." We'd say, "I want, to, I want to get anorexic." Would you? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Such a sick joke. God. But we but we, we longed to be ill. <laughs> my friend Maya, we were quite open. We all still are. You know, the idea of something. Oh, oh have you not been well? Be like, yes. Yeah. And the opposite to the point where someone goes, "You're looking well." You think they they think I'm fat. Oh, I know. Yeah, I had friends that... Um, I love that hood hats, thanks. Got, please have another, the other one. What are you thinking? <sighs> Go on. Mm, I'm just going to eat this one, every last drag of this one with my finger in the pot. You have to have another one because you've got a baby in the oven <laughs> and he's... And he's really it. overweight, so I shouldn't be. He's um, not overweight, he's just cooked. You've got, she's got eight pounds of baby in her tum-tum right seven, now. Seven, seven. Seven, seven. Don't exaggerate, Jess. <laughs> Don't exaggerate for comedy. But, yeah, so I just, I didn't, then just got down to where I'd have, like, say, all I'd eat all day would be, like, an apple and bits of carrot or something like that. You know, I never got away at nothing. But there was, you know, I just Still, got Still, you've not got much to I run got on away an apple and carrot. Like, Did yeah. you, were you fainting? No. Did your period stop? Yeah. I think that's when I went. That was one of the things. It, when the, actually, so cliche again. The doctor was like, "If you carry on, you won't be able to have children." And even though I was like, oh, "I don't, I don't want kids," yeah, it was still like a bit scary. Yeah. So how old were you then? Sorry, so that was fourteen. So sort of from fifteen to sort of seventeen, and seventeen started to get. Better mm. and it, it's what did help you get better then if all those doctors were so God, shit. It's terrible again, but I would say it was two things it was going to college and loving college and finding great. drama that distracted me. Mm-hmm. Well, um, f- f- it sounds like the first time in a long time you felt like you were 
it's selling at something. Something just, we all need to focus on food. What am I going to yeah. eat today? I mean, you know, you do get to love the eat writing stuff down and like mm. what I haven't eaten and the buzz of like got away with not eating at that party or whatever. And it was just every day it's so boring. Mm. And I think I fouled all my GCSEs because of it. <laughs> not because I didn't revise. Yeah, but, it but the like brain, my brain was it sounds not. Like you were very, very ill in there. I was full. It was a fog. I, like yeah. that GCSE time feels like a fog. If you're literally writing down times where you managed to get away with not eating yes yeah. you really were ill my love yeah but no i didn't have any any doctors just college and i hate to say it, my boyfriend's bathroom was a oh, sounds like a good one he was a good one and he was yeah he didn't make me eat or anything just distracted me yeah, just made you happy it's loveliness <sighs> oh he was a shit sometimes as well <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, that's that's what I I think from both sides. People that I now know that have got eating problems, either side, whether yeah. obese, whatever. I just think it's all about how happy you are. Interest finds so that the focus isn't on what yeah. you're eating every day. Yeah, whatever you do, don't start a podcast all about eating. No, <laughs> have to think about it all the time. But it's with it's you. That sounding idea. like a cliche. They say once a plate watcher, always a plate watcher. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always oh, there. Sure. Like an alcoholic, I think. Oh yeah, and that's exactly how I approach it. I think that that's my it's my booze. Yeah. So, you know, harness it, embrace it. That's the other thing that talking to that nutritionist dietitian woman, her answer was very satisfying. But it was like, you know how, like from my experience, like people who've had a lot of mental health issues are likely to become therapists, or social yeah. workers have often had very rough upbringings and in and out of care you know the, not not all of them but no. if you've had that experience and been helped yeah. by someone in that situation you're more inclined to end up doing that job and a lot of those nutritionists and dietitians have had issues or have issues and I was like of course and do you think that's because that's a way of maintaining it well maybe I don't know but also it's like what's what are your interests I'm yeah. obsessed with eating obsessed with food now, yeah isn't it? yeah so complicated I had a very similar but much much shorter phase when I was younger as well about yeah. 11, 12 and I can't believe I've never I must have put two and two together before but like parents in separate bedrooms for years and that's when they mm. properly broke up when I was mm. 11 but mm. seemingly quite amicably mm. and I remember crying within 10 minutes of mum telling me that's what was going to happen and then never again Never crying about it again. No. But then over the next year got very, very thin and would really enjoy the same, only having an apple a day. Yeah. And I had a few things snap me out of it. I don't think I... Don't think... It's a I fainted in a hairdresser's. I remember feeling really Did embarrassed. I remember going to hairdressers and going... Realising I was going to faint and going up to them and saying, I'm, I'm so sorry, but I need to. Can I rebook another time? She was oh, like, Yeah, no. do you want to book it? I said, I don't feel very well. And she went, Do you want to book it now? And I went, I can't do it now. I walked out and I must have blacked out, but I scraped my face all into the side of this wall. And, and it was the hairdressers in this little town, Swanage, where I grew up in Dorset, all these old people that lived in this like nice flats opposite. The yeah. hairdressers all peeking out their windows. Mm. Oh God. Someone must have known someone who knew someone who knew who I was, so they really? were my dad. He was so embarrassed. I don't I can't remember so hazy after that. But I remember a series of things like that making me eventually go. And a holiday with mum and dad where I would just have a side salad every time yeah, we went out holidays. for meals. And they would I just seeing I think eventually actually I genuinely affected me seeing how much I was upsetting people. Yeah. I don't know whether no, that bothered. 
I, but also I never think. got I never got that <laughs> I mean it's, it'll be the, it'll probably have been the thinnest ever got and I still was never got that thing <laughs> you into cooking now are you? cooking? yeah no <laughs> not really <laughs> um, is it more of a chore than a, a pleasure? yeah I think I you're a busy mum working mum I think I've inherited not as I mean my mum was much better than me but I think I've realised now I'm older is that I've realised my mum she didn't really enjoy cooking mm. and it's like we just thought she was really basic cook but we realised like looking back we're like oh as we got older she would get more and more like oh could we just go out to eat or can we just get a takeaway and it's like but maybe it was just that she just had enough it's like yeah. she's done it for years but four kids um I've gone through phases in my life where I have liked cooking more but I'd say like little bursts like when so Huxley was weaning and you're starting to get food you were like oh getting into all these recipes and I'm going to whiz this up and then I really want to be I've got friends that you know that's their thing to relax mm. and I'd love to be like that but my mind just thinks oh, I could be doing something else really well like, fair enough I like the you know so if we have a dinner party Alex will probably cook yeah that's your husband yeah, and I would like preparing, say, the salad and doing yeah. the, the pretty stuff and preparing the table and, you know, and a more po- maybe baker. So, not that I've even done that for a long time. I lost my confidence with a few things. <laughs> Did you? Oh, I was trying to get carrot cake right. Oh, I've got a vegan carrot cake recipe. Have you? It's nice. The last one I did was just really wet. It's mm, <laughs> no good. It was like, um, too much oil, I think, in there. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did a cheesecake once um, for some friends and they never said anything until like a couple of days later they were like yeah it was sort of like eating a cloud <laughs> the flavour <laughs> I tried to do that one in the oven nice backhanded compliment yeah. isn't it? oh like one of those baked yeah. New York cheesecakes I put too much flour <laughs> so I want to enjoy it and I've got this dream that you know it's that thing like, I guess a lot of people say when I've got a bigger kitchen and when I've got yeah. More sideboards. I'm going to really get into it. And surfaces. I, I need surfaces. I need surfaces. I, and I'd love to do a cookery course. Like, would I you? Think that would make me. Well, I love them, and I haven't done one for ages. It's silly to suggest it now because we're going to have a baby in mm. about three days. But we <coughs> should do it. We should do one in a six months or whatever. For yeah. Half together. Just, Just for new ideas. Go and do a nice evening somewhere. Let's do it. Because that makes you yeah. like school. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. In. Yeah, I'd love to. When's your birthday? March. Mm. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that's about right then. Yeah. Bubba number two will be leaveable. Let's go and do a cooking course in March. Yeah. Or early or later than that. But let me do that for your next birthday present. Oh, Mine is. Just quickly, what's your go-to thing? I know, obviously, you're not getting shit-faced at the moment because you've got a baby in the oven, mm-hmm. but what's your go-to thing with a hangover, please? Just carbs, just... <laughs> First thing came to mind was waffles, and that terrible potato waffles. Mm, yummy. Um, beans. With beans. Yes. Cheese. Yeah. If I'm really, really lazy, we'll be just beans on the waffle. Yeah, with cheese. Um, or, yeah, the whole shebang. You know, veggie sausage. Oh, nice. Mushrooms. Mushrooms, yes. Yeah, waffles or uh, hash browns. Yeah. I do all that, though, but then I do want sort of fruit afterward. Do you? Yeah. Would you and would you rather do all that at home with a filthy hangover or would you rather go down the calf? Oh, depends. I don't want to cook. I want someone else troughing it. Yeah, I'll say Alex probably done most of that, blessed. But, or, if it has to be a cafe, I know, and they do a nice cook breakfast. Okay, fine. Because I hate it when 
Yeah, they didn't do it right. I like these posh ones though, they don't do. A lot of cafes do one with a bit of halloumi, don't they? Mm. Stuff like that. Sorry, you can't have halloumi. I can have whatever I bloody like. <laughs> um, five second rule, yes or no? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Probably longer. What's the most embarrassing thing you've let Hux eat? Oh my gosh. I mean, just stuff off the floor. Yeah, I've let. Um, uh, now I've said it to you, I've let Rudy, I've let Rudy pick. I think it's that piece like it's of Satsuma so that must have been at least a fortnight old out the stair, the, the footwell of my car. <laughs> oh, I can't think of one. I feel, I feel ashamed. I think there's probably been a couple of times just for peace. Yeah. That, yeah, if, he's, if like, you're in the pub and the, and yeah. the carpet and they drop <laughs> And then um, it's because at home you just yeah. go, yeah, I've got a wooden floor, you know, I think, oh, it's fine. But then, of course, he thinks that's, acceptable out anyway. and I'm like oh no. no at the end of a car journey if I'm not looking Rudy will kneel in the footwell underneath his car seat like stig of the dumb <laughs> like it's been brought up by wolves just <laughs> nibbling at all the crumbs down there here is your scenario it's something I know we both care about an mm. MP finally gets to the finish line in terms of making a load of really incredible policy change and new laws for self-employed people which will particularly benefit <laughs> self-employed working mums proper maternity and sick cover a more flexible childcare and more of that paid for and more employers encouraged to give self-employed people um, flexible hours around their childcare and to sometimes pay for it but actually that MP um, who's on their way to get all of this signed off and finalised stops for a nap on a bench a wagon full of bricks is hurtling towards them and only you can stop it mm-hmm. you're the only one there there's a wall that will come up and protect the MP but it'll only rise up if you do a full lap of the whole sea <laughs> you do it you're a hero but you're very very tired obviously you're pooped you've swum around the whole sea you're allowed a shower or whatever but then it's time for your reward the feast of your dreams <sighs> nothing in your arts needs to be practical or real I don't care about quantities unless that's relevant I yeah. just want to know what you're eating what you're drinking who with and where and these people don't need to be people you could realistically have there whatever you don't oh. have to have anyone there it's always a hard one because you know when they say what you think because I often play the you know what your death row meal be yeah. <laughs> that says a lot well about. that is the same question but it's just I find that so miserable yeah, so because miserable. you'd be so sad then and I want this to be yes, a time where you feel much better. Where you, whatever your situation you feel deserving starving yeah. happy <gasps> and that is when the meal tastes the best yeah. when you feel like you really that's good that's a good scenario oh it's so difficult because I want to say bits of lots of yeah, things yeah well say them well chips have got to be there good. isn't that awful no a chip shop chips why not yeah what big chunky ones yeah <sighs> lovely chip shop chips but then it's hard because I do really love Italian food so like bit of well pasta and chips is it dream meal in, As- in, in Asda in, <laughs> in Italy they have a uh, Sort of pasta for starters, don't they? Yeah. Just a little, just a little bit. Um, so chips have got to be in there. Um, cheese, peas. Oh come on, peas. peas. Got some peas around the edge, please. <laughs> Definitely cheesecake for pudding. Right, but what not the sort pa- of cheesecake. Not the packet ones. No. New York style cheesecake. Mm. <gasps> oh, a bit of raspberry coulee type thing. Mm. Madden. Uh, what's that ice cream? I want to say Madagascar, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is, isn't it? Drinks wise, it's so hard between white or red wine. Mm. I'm going to go red because I've got a bit yeah. of pasta there. Right. You know, I'm classy. 
And then there's got to be some amaretto there. Oh, you know, like, yeah. Um, Yummy. God, it's really unhealthy, but that's all I'd right. I'd really enjoy it. It's just... It's but you know what? Actually, I love a salad, so I wouldn't mind. Like a- Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Really delicious. What's in your delicious salad that you're having on the side? Um, there would I was going to say peas again my friend would be a really nice salad with peas in once I love um, peas in a salad spinach and just I don't know when people do these sort of fancy salads bits of chickpea and it's just mm. you can put mangoes nice in salad yeah. isn't it but I actually I know people go oh yeah you just want to store that but actually I do I don't enjoy things much. I need that side so I'm the person who gets a side salad yeah. Do you like a nut and a salad? <gasps> yeah. Me too. Oh my god, that's yeah, what you're nut eating. rice salad. What are you drinking? Oh what what? Nut rice salad. Nut rice salad. Alex's mum introduced it to me and I oh, think no. I'd have to have a bowl of that as well. Oh, it's gorgeous. Nut rye. Nut nut rice. So rice with peanuts in mm. and like a soya sauce. Yum. It's lovely. Yum. Who are you having then? Where are you having this? <gasps> Looking over a sea mm. I don't know I don't know I don't know I have anywhere in particular but could be Bali could be Whitsun I'm thinking you know like Shirley Valentine type yeah, <laughs> Greek island that. yeah let's have yeah. that um, yeah, I have lovely memories of being in Cyprus as a child so it could be somewhere there you know somewhere but it's like those restaurants you know like table outside you're looking over there um, I don't know if I should be with my husband <laughs> Oh, God, and at the moment, obviously, I want to be with my mum. Yeah. Um, if I could bring her back. Yeah, just all my... Yeah, all my sisters, my mum, my husband. Oh. Um, Would you let Hux come? <sighs> You'd have all them there to help. And yeah, I'd have to. Oh. I? He, might, he might ruin it. <laughs> he would have to. He can run a band and see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dad, I should have my dad back. Oh, wasn't that terrible? Yeah, mum and dad back. And they're all famous, I'd like there. <laughs> Not really. No, isn't that terrible? No, that's good, my love. Once upon a time, I would have liked Morrissey there, but he's upset me he's lately. He's done things for himself, I hasn't know. he? He's gone all gammon. It's so upsetting. It <laughs> really is like. Awful. For me, it's like such a first love. You're a huge fan, weren't you? It's yeah. like well, a. I've got friends who've got tattoos and stuff, mate. Yeah. And now he's all saying. Yeah. Two movements, not a thing. Oh, mate. God, I'm just sort of, I know it sounds awful, but I keep thinking, is it going to come out that he's got dementia or something? <laughs> well, fingers crossed. It's awful. It's no. sort of like, let's hope so. Let's hope that isn't the real you. Why don't you have Morrissey from the 90s? Yeah, on the 80s, 80s, yeah. 90s. Pluck him out of history and bring him just the whole bring the Smiths, really. Bring the Smiths. Like play some music. I feel like that doorbell ringing there is a sign. What an end! That we've wrapped this, wrapped this show up. <laughs> Thank you, my love. Thank you. 
What a fun, warm, funny soul my brilliant friend Hattie is. She's on Twitter and Insta as at Hattie Ashdown, but also she runs a brilliant set of clubs all over London and Kent called Screaming with Laughter for parents and babies to watch grown-up comedy in the daytimes. And she has a great radio show she hosts on Resonance FM called The Other Woman. I'm on all the socials at Jessica Fosterkew and the podcast is at The Hoovering Pod. Follow us. Shout about the podcast. Thank you. Thank you if you're already doing that. I'm not backed by any PR machine or even person. So your tooting about this show is the only way to grow it. And I'm so grateful for that. If you've got spare money to put towards it, go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and see what prizes you can get in exchange. If you'd like to email me something longer than a tweet, do it through my website, jessicafostq.com. I love it so much when you get in touch. Rate and review the podcast. And yet, my patrons, an extra thank you to you. You are our lifeblood. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham. The music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering.